the textual problem in Romans chapter 5 verse 1 is a very interesting one for illustrating what textual criticism is all about. It says, either, therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, or, having been justified by faith, let us have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. The only difference between these two texts is either we have peace or let us have peace. And the difference in Greek is a single letter. In we have peace, the word in Greek is echomen. It's uh, uh, the indicative verb of we have, which means we do have now in the present time peace. The other one is the subjunctive verb echomen. The difference between those two is an a and an o. It's either echomen or echomen. Let us have peace is echomen. We have peace, echomen. You can hardly hear that distinction as I'm saying it now, but here's where the issue gets complicated. In ancient Greek, uh, the omicron, which is the short O, and the omega, the long O, were pronounced alike. They were both pronounced O. So the first reading would be pronounced echomen, and the second one would be pronounced echomen, exactly alike. So how can we tell what Paul originally wrote here? Well, when we look at the manuscript evidence, when we look at the external evidence, most of it goes in the direction of saying the subjunctive with the omega, that is, let us have peace, is what was originally written. However, there's some interesting, very intriguing uh, evidence that suggests that maybe the indicative was in fact original. Our earliest manuscript for this passage is manuscript 0220, and it's a third century document that has just the end of Romans 4 and the beginning of Romans 5 in it. But we're not exactly sure what it said because at exactly this letter, in the middle of this word, the omicron or the omega is shorn in half. And so it's hard for us to tell, did the author write, uh, did the scribe write uh, the indicative or the subjunctive, the omicron or the omega. However, on the basis of how this scribe writes his other omicrons and omegas, uh, scholars have been able to determine that almost surely he wrote an omicron here. And consequently, it doesn't curve quite as much as the omega as you can see on this slide. So consequently, uh, the earliest manuscript has, we have peace with God. But then you get into the fourth century, and now our manuscripts have, let us have peace with God. Although uh, they have been corrected later on, sometimes perhaps at the same time when the manuscript left the scriptorium and went to uh, the church where it was heading, or it was corrected in later centuries. So the external evidence, we would have to say, for the most part, goes in the direction of the subjunctive, let us have peace, although there are some important and early witnesses that have the indicative. When you look at the internal evidence, however, now a different uh, situation emerges. Up until this point in Paul's letter to the Romans, he has used an imperative only once in what's called a hortatory subjunctive, uh, just uh, once or twice through here, a hortatory subjunctive means it's a command to the group of which the author himself is a part. And so it means, let us do something. After this point, there are over 60 imperatives, 60 commands in Greek from this point on in Romans, and there's seven hortatory subjunctives. So what we have is the author is moving in the direction of making the indicatives of the faith into what we should be doing. The, the statements of what God has done in Christ now become 
statements or foundations on which we build how our behavior should be. And in fact, in the rest of this chapter, Paul doesn't seem to use other than indicatives. He begins in the next chapter and moves into the imperatives. So at this stage in his writing of Romans, he is building that foundation of what God has done. Not only that, but when we get to verse 10 in this chapter, uh, the assumption is that we have been reconciled to God in the sense that therefore we do have peace. Unless Paul is stating it explicitly in verse 1, it's difficult to see why he would all of a sudden assume it in verse 10. So internally, it looks as if what he's doing is saying we do have peace with God, and on that basis, now he builds his argument into where he's going so that when he gets to chapter 6, now he can start giving commands about how Christians should relate uh, to God and how they should be obedient to him. So most scholars would say, the internal evidence here, like in Matthew 27, 16, and 17, in an earlier lecture we noted that, the internal evidence is against the external evidence. But the external evidence in this case is much more balanced, although it's in favor of the subjunctive, it's not radically in favor of the subjunctive so that we just uh, say we've got very little evidence for the indicative. But the internal evidence is pretty compelling that what Paul wrote here originally was, we have peace with God. And therefore, the combination of external and internal evidence suggests that the indicative is what is uh, what he originally wrote. And so most textual critics looking at this passage would say, in Romans 5.1, what the autographic text says is, therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm.